for a single soul Reaching a further and stepping in closer Welcome to Living Life. Today I know that there are some of you that are asking yourself, could God ever forgive me? Well, today I want you to know the answer is yes, because we're going to be looking at a king, an evil king named Manasseh, and he took the throne when he was 12 years old, and he did very evil things. Now, I was thinking back from my own life when I was 12 years old, I was not a king, but I was co-president of a treehouse because I built with my friend Richie a treehouse in our backyard, and it ended up being 10 rooms. But that doesn't equal a kingdom. But here we have a king, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord. But then we're going to see that he had a radical transformation because he turned to the living God. And I hope that this will bring hope to you today. So let's pause right now and hear today's passage. Second Chronicles chapter 33 verses 1 through 13. Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 55 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord following the detestable practices of the nations the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. He rebuilt the high places his father Hezekiah had demolished. He also erected altars to the Baals and made Asherah poles. He bowed down to all the starry hosts and worshipped them. He built altars in the temple of the Lord, of which the Lord had said, My name will remain in Jerusalem forever. In both courts of the temple of the Lord, he built altars to all the starry hosts. He sacrificed his children in the fire in the valley of Ben-Hinnom, practiced divination and witchcraft, sought almonds, and consulted mediums and spiritists. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, arousing his anger. He took the image he had made and put it in God's temple, of which God had said to David and to his son Solomon, In this temple and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. I will not again make the feet of the Israelites leave the land I assigned to your ancestors, if only they will be careful to do everything I commanded them concerning all the laws, decrees, and regulations given through Moses. When Manasseh led Judah and the people of Jerusalem astray so that they did more evil than the nations, the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. The Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they paid no attention. So the Lord brought against them the army commanders of the king of Assyria, who took Manasseh prisoner, put a hook in his nose, bound him with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon. In his distress he sought the favor of the Lord his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his ancestors. And when he prayed to him, the Lord was moved by his entreaty and listened to his plea. So he brought him back to Jerusalem and to his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew that the Lord is God. So Manasseh became king when he was 12 years old. 
And we're told in the first verses here in 2 Chronicles 33 that he did evil in the sight of the Lord, which was much different than how his father behaved because his father was one who did right in the sight of the Lord. But then Manasseh came along on the throne and he began to do very bad things. And we read about them in our text. And so, for example, in verse 3, it says, He built high places and he erected altars to foreign gods, pagan gods. And then he bowed to all the starry hosts and worshipped them. Verse 4 tells us that he built altars in the temple of the Lord. And then we just hear more and more of the evil that this person did. And it must have just, it would have broken his father's heart. Because here we see in verse 6 that Manasseh sacrificed his children. That's how evil he had become. And he practiced so many other things that were not in line with God's will. And we're told in verse 6 that he did much evil in the eyes of the Lord. Oh, how this must have, would, would have just hurt the father who gave life to Manasseh. He turned away from the Lord. And I just want to speak to any of you that maybe right now you're feeling that, that you know you've hurt the heart of your father. Certainly, all of us have hurt the, our heavenly father by the things that we have done, because so often we will turn and go our own independent way. But as we look at the story of Manasseh, his sin just kept rising up. And we read in verse 9 of another sin. It says that Manasseh led Judah and the people of Jerusalem astray. You see, he was using his influence and his authority to actually lead people, gather people and turn away from the Lord. This was a man who had lost his ways. And then in verse 10, it comes to this place where it says, the Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they paid no attention. You see, he ignored the Lord. He turned his back on the Lord. But we just want to praise God that the story does not end there. We actually will see a transformation, a conversion take place to such an evil king. And so in verse 11, we read, So the Lord brought against them the army commanders of the king of Assyria, and they lead Manasseh out of Jerusalem, out of Judah, with like something in his, in his nose. It says they put a hook in his nose and let him out. Such a humiliating thing. But then we see that Manasseh turned to the Lord. He looked to the Lord and we read in verse 12, 
in his distress, he sought the favor of the Lord his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his ancestors. And when he prayed to him, when he prayed to God, the Lord was moved by his entry and listened to his plea. So he brought him back to Jerusalem and to his kingdom. And then it ends by saying, then Manasseh knew that the Lord is God. What we have here is an evil person who then came to his senses, kind of like the prodigal son. He came to his senses. He turned to the Lord. He looked to him and he then prayed to the Lord. And I just want to encourage you today, if you know that you've gone astray, that you've done some bad things, I want you to know that you can just turn to the Lord and you can say, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. And know that when you do that, God will respond. If he could change the heart of King Manasseh, he can change our hearts and set us back on that path, on that road of transformation. And so I just want to encourage you today, turn to the Lord, pray to him, and do so to God's glory and your joy. So as we close this devotional today, again, you might be saying to yourself, you know, I don't know if God could ever forgive me for what I have done. In fact, as a pastor, I've had people say that to me. They say, Pastor Steve, if only you knew what I've done, you would know that I stand no chance of having a relationship with the Lord. But it's at that moment that I can look them in their eyes and tell them that there is amazing grace. If God could change the heart of a man like Manasseh, he can change your heart. And he is in the business of redemption, of releasing us from the grim captivity of sin and guilt. And so, as I would say to them, I say to you and to myself, let's turn our attention. Let's fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we turn to you now and thank you for your amazing grace. Thank you that indeed you act on our behalf and bring about what we don't deserve and cannot accomplish on our own. And so, Father, I ask that you would help us to pay attention to you, to hear your still, small voice, and to turn to you, especially in our time of need. And so, Lord, if there's anyone now who has a great need of knowing that you can forgive them, that, Father, you would speak to them and that they would hear your voice. 
We thank you and we praise you for what you will do for us and in us and through us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see Jesus.